You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Brandon. And this is Alex. And we're filmmakers. And we're also drinking bourbon. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. What is this? Well, today, um, we're going with a classic. Yeah. A Kentucky classic. Everyone has knows this. Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark. The red wax poured on the bottle. Yep. Classic. Uh, but we, we still, I'm still going with the old, I love old fashions. I, maybe we'll start going just straight on the rocks. Mm. Maybe we'll pour, pour some neat. Some neat. But right now, uh, we're still going with the, uh, the bitters. Yeah. And a little simple syrup. And that's it. Little sweetness. Weren't you supposed to bring this episode uh, one? I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot it episode one. Let's, let's try it out. Yeah, here we go. It's nice. Just, that just never gets old. No, that's, that's a good so one. so good. That's a good one. All right, man. So uh, cool. episode three, man. Third one. Episode three. Still going this strong. This is good stuff, Still man. going strong. What, uh, can you believe this? It's kind of cool. I mean, we've had, yeah. um, we've had like 3.3 thousand RSS downloads. Yeah. So, I mean, that's awesome. From all sorts of places. Yeah. I mean, you look at the list here, Canada, United Arab Emirates, I Mexico, mean, We'd like to, yeah. to thank all of our listeners across the globe. Yep. And in all major cities. Definitely. I mean, you guys you. are great. Like, yeah. we really appreciate you. Um, some of you may have noticed we actually made it on the iTunes new and noteworthy store front page mm-hmm. all last week. Yeah. Up until last night. We were actually next to Bob Vila. <laughs> Up until last night, we were there, but we're not there anymore. No, we're not. But do, I wonder if Bob, <laughs> do you think Bob Vila tuned in? He might have. He might have been checking himself out and said, ooh, what's this? Yeah, but we, Bob Vila, if you're out there, uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you're listening, uh, we'd love to hear from you. I mean, maybe yeah. you're not a filmmaker, but, man, I mean, you've had a couple great shows. Mm-hmm. You can really work the wood. Yeah, you can. You I know mean, what? you're amazing. <laughs> and, and they make bourbon in yeah, wood barrels, clearly. so it makes sense. So um, Hop on on. So speaking of shows, yeah, what have you been watching, man? Oh, man, the big one. The big one that's out right oh, now. Oh, dude, yeah, you were talking about that last show. You went to see Mad Max, Mad Max. Fury Road. Yeah. All right, so give us your review. It's fantastic. I mean, it's like the biggest actionist, you know, just crazy thing you'll ever see. Is that a word, actionist? It's my word. <laughs> now it's my word, actionist. Nice. Um, it's insane. What do you love about it? Just the f- like what they were able to do, the physical effects that they pulled off. I mean, blowing up all sorts of trucks and fireworks, and you know, having people swinging from poles down on while they're going sixty miles an hour. It's just insane. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I did see some of the behind oh, the se- the behind the scenes yeah. stuff, and it's. I mean, there was a huge crew. It's unbelievable. It's, well, they had two. Yeah, obviously two units, and they split their time between Namibia and like Western Africa. Yeah, they're and in then, the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and then Australia. It's crazy. So it was so a, worth it. A good ride. Yeah, I mean the dialogue's kind of eh, and the story's kind of <laughs> eh, but just the fact of you, you, you sit there, you're what am I watching? This is yeah. insane. Yeah. What, did Mel Gibson make a cameo? No, man. No, he's out. He's he, out. He should have made a cameo. He's out. Tom Hardy he, did a great job. He offends too many people. He does. <laughs> I think he's a little too controversial to bring back. But yeah. He's, I mean, he's a darn good director in his own right. Yeah. So. 
Well, that's cool, crazy man. Stuff. That's awesome. What about you, man? Uh, yeah. Man, I haven't had a chance to really dig too deep. I've been watching the you know the same ones we've been talking about. Still, still going full throttle with Bloodline, mm. which I mean, we're still I into love it. Too. it. Yeah. I love it. Um, but as far as new stuff, um, I mean, I'm gonna sound like listeners. You're probably gonna make fun of me. That's totally cool. <laughs> but I was checking out the new Taylor Swift video t swift yeah she dropped the bad blood video i think on the billboard awards yep. and i mean she she went michael jackson on it dude like she she had to have dropped multiple millions of dollars i mean did you get a chance to see it i i did after you after you brought it up i checked it out and what do you think was it was it worth those millions I of mean, dollars kendrick lamar hops on the track who he's he's fresh as fresh to death for yeah. sure but the concept visually i loved it man i thought it was great it was fun i think taylor t swift has done what she does, which is she's classy. She walks that line between sort of classy and fun and sexy without crossing it over into that Miley Cyrus territory, yeah. right? Well, and so for her, it was kind of an edgy video. I mean, there was, you know, scantily clad. I was going to say, explain it for people that yeah. haven't seen it. So if you haven't seen it, take three minutes to watch it. It's, you know, it's part of pop culture at this point. But essentially, it's, you know, it's the song Bad Blood and, you know, these girls got beef with each other and... It's just all of Hollywood's, like every Hollywood femme fatale is in this video. And yeah. they're dressed in leather and they have nunchucks and machine guns. There's like a scene with the motorcycles from Tron, it looks like. It kind of seems like it. Um, it's just bananas. How, like, it looks crazy. It's pretty insane. But it's, oh, it's well worth the three minutes. Now, yeah. you saw it and you said that. Did you hear that they shot it on the, the Red Weapon? Yeah, so I, I checked it out. It's uh, Joseph Kahn, the director. He did, he's done all tons yeah, of, of great ones recently. I mean, he did that crazy Power Rangers reboot short thing with the original <laughs> actors. And he's just, go, a, go, <laughs> he's just a cool dude. And he also did a horrible movie back in the day called Torque. About my oh, motorcycles. Dude, Torque is awesome. Yeah. That scene when uh when Lawrence Fishburne I shouldn't say terrible, when but Lawrence it's crazy. Fishburne flips a revolver. He like hits it out of a dude's hand. He like bats at it like I don't a cat. That. He bats at it and then the revolver flips. Not a revolver, like a shotgun. It yeah. flips. He catches it and then shoots the dude. Oh my god. It's awesome. Well that's what this dude's known for is crazy action sequences yeah. and effects and things that you just don't think would be possible. Yeah. But yeah, so I saw that they shot on the red Weapon, which is the new 8K one. I don't know if they shot in 8K. They might have shot 6K. Yeah, and some of the locations obviously looked maybe CGI, but then other ones a lot of didn't. It some yeah. of them looked like pretty rad locations. There was practical, but again, he's known for visual effects and CGI work. Yeah. So either way, they shot on the new red weapon, and they shot anamorphic, which gives you all sorts of cool visual flair. But Yeah. Well, it definitely he, looked like super clean and like, like I don't know, like... Uh, crisp is, is polished a, yeah i mean it was yeah whether you polished. like taylor swift or not whether you like the song or not which you should um <laughs> yeah why not it's t swift come on yeah. she's america's sweetheart at this point um but it's 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 pretty rad dude it's cool and check it out uh, so, for sure so i thought it was cool i thought it lived up to the hype of the you know they were talking about this thing dropping for weeks and i thought it was cool so yeah well worth um, it yeah, well, man. well worth yeah, it. Definitely cool. So what, what else are you excited about, man? What's going on? What's, what's up? I'm just stoked about the podcast, man. I think it's, it's going well. Like I said, we got all these listeners from all over the globe. We're getting questions. I mean, yeah, questions man, and comments. In. And yeah, we, uh, it's really sweet. And thanks. We want to thank all the listeners, man. Thanks for your reviews on iTunes. Keep yeah. them coming. We love to hear and see your reviews on iTunes. We love seeing all your posts and stuff on uh, Instagram, Twitter, 
Yeah. Um, well, it helps us tailor the shows. I mean, when you when you chime in and you tell us what you want to hear, what you don't like, you know, if you chime in on our arguments, it just helps us, you know, figure out what to talk about yeah. next time. And this is all based on you, pretty exactly. much. Well, and I think last week too, people got a taste of like, like we get, we got in kind of deep on the camera stuff. Like, if you were a casual yeah. listener, we got a little nerdy. You got well, you got nerdy. I I'm, I, am I don't a nerd. actually know how to do with. I can't get that nerdy with cameras. Yeah, I, I am a nerd. You so. you got real nerdy. Yeah. It was pretty, Absolutely. it was actually kind of awesome. <laughs> it was, it was, saw me transform. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, man, I, I mean, I'm excited. You know what I'm really excited about? Yeah. Is today mm-hmm. we have our first guest. Yeah, we do. Um, special guest, I would like to, to yeah. add. And um, speaking of nerds and camera gear, yeah. yeah. And they right may or may not have something special for our listeners. Yeah, they might. We'll have to see. Yeah. But uh, you want to cue him up? I think he's on the you phone. Think? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's let me, cue him up. Okay, let's let, let just a second. Stand by. We're gonna uh, see if we can dial him in. Okay. All right. Hold hold on. And boop 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 boop. Hey Ryan, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. So what's going on, man? How you been? Oh, nothing much. You know the usual. <laughs> right on. Cool, cool. So our um, our listeners, uh, probably a lot of them know who you guys are, but our, our, some of our listeners might not know. Explain to them who Wooden Camera is. Yeah, sure. So uh, Wooden Camera makes professional camera accessories for just about every camera now. Uh, we started about five years ago with the Red Epic when it was released and then have really grown organically to cover every major camera system, anything from a DSLR up to uh, RED and Alexa and the new Panasonic Vericam as well. Uh, so we've you know, introduced things from audio adapters, power plates, base plates, shoulder mounts, viewfinder mounts, uh, pretty much anything you need to make your camera functional. Cool, yeah. Well, I mean, the first time I heard of, of you guys was when I needed to uh, build a director's monitor. And I called you guys, and you totally like hooked it up. You custom built it. It was pretty rad. So I really, I really appreciated that. Yeah, thanks so much. That is one of our most popular items too. Uh, we introduced last year was the director's monitor cage. So I'm glad it worked out for you. Yeah. Plus, we have plenty of your pieces of stuff on our uh, our Red One kit. You know, we got monitor brackets and risers, dovetails, pretty much everything. Yeah, for sure, for sure. The bridge plates and yeah, riser plates and things. Yeah. What do you got new that's coming out in terms of gear? What do you got new? We just wrapped NAB, uh, you know, a month ago or so, and we introduced our uh, new mat box, which is a two-stage rotating mat box. Uh, you can upgrade to three stages, and we're calling it the universal mat box because you can start with one model, like let's say the base model, for under a thousand dollars. And then as your budget may increase, you can add components and not have to switch your entire mat box for something else. And you guys seem to have like that modular philosophy. That seems to be kind of your thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we try very, very hard to stick to established standards. We use Aerie standard dovetails, uh, standard screw spacings, um, and especially with a mat box, we have standard, uh, you know, diameters for uh, lens inserts. So it's a 143 millimeter native opening on the map box so you can insert a polarizer filter like a 138. Uh, and then also uh, we have step down rings for all of the common lens diameters. That sounds awesome. 
So, so is the mat box going to be mat box going to be a clip on, or is that rail mounted? Exactly, it's both. It's it's uh, ah. the base kit is the the rail mounted version, and uh, there's a cloth donut, so you get the universal um, you know fit for your lenses, and then there's also a clamp on version, which uh, uses the same basic components, but you add the little clamp on rings, and that's a tw- uh, package for twelve fifty. And then we have a third model, which is the swing away version. And that has an airy style bellows, like the rubber bellows with the inserts, and that's fourteen ninety five. Very nice. Okay, cool. So you can have it all the way from a big studio setup, or you can strip it down with the clip on to do some Steadicam work. That's great. Exactly. Man, that's that's awesome. And you know, it's cool that you guys have uh, you know the website and everything. But tell us about the the new thing that's happening. You guys just opened an actual store, right? Yeah, so a big announcement for us at the show, too, was our retail location in Burbank, and we just opened last Saturday. So uh, we've been open there for about three days now, and uh, it's just going great. We saw about 40 people opening day, and uh, a lot of um, people were excited, and it's just uh, it's been great. We've really been able to meet the urgent needs of the people in uh, LA um, better than we could being here in Dallas for our home office. Yeah, and it must be so cool to have a physical space. I know, I mean, th- you know, there's something about being in in the place holding the gear, right? I mean, that's just that's really cool. Oh, for sure. And it's funny. I, I'm based here in Dallas, and uh, once we built the store out there, I was like so jealous that I didn't have that here in our <laughs> office. So I think we're going to transition our office here in Dallas to look even more like the store just because we we literally have one of everything we make on display and it's just it's so easy to show people how things work um, so it's really a good asset to have. So at the new store is it just is it strictly sales are you guys going to do demos and training and stuff like that? Uh, well we are expanding our offerings as we go so we're going to start with just like the retail and um, you know, some basic repairs and replacement parts if needed. And then I think we will do some, uh, like, on-site demos, uh, you know, training sessions and um, things of that nature in the future. So, Ryan, you know, you, you work with a lot of filmmakers. You're, you're building gear. You're building kits for people. You know, are there any takeaways for our listeners, something that you would want to share with them about, you know, what's trending or what's going on in the industry? Uh, I mean... More so now than ever, there are uh, just a large amount of cameras, just quantity-wise, out there. And you know, I think people are uh, a little hesitant to upgrade, just from what I've gathered, just because it seems like every year there's always new things. And even multiple times a year, there's a new camera released. So I think there's a trend towards being more universal with accessories. And I think that we're. Um, sort of meeting that that need, and we're even evolving more towards that uh, more of a universal camera system on our end too. So uh, even though we're already very universal, like you mentioned, like we are striving to be even better at that, so people don't always have to buy something new every time a new camera comes out. That's awesome. You know, with all the new cameras coming out, it's cool that we can you know count on people like you to to keep making standard gear that's going to fit across all the different platforms yeah and you know i mean I, not only like you guys are so cool first off thanks for coming on the show but not only that you guys are actually going to set a precedent 
And as the first guest, you guys have something to offer to the listeners, right? Yeah, so uh, we're happy to give away a $200 gift card for our website or in-store, whichever they uh, choose to use it, and uh, just help them start building their rig. Dude, $200. That's awesome, man. You guys are the raddest ever. So listeners, if you're you're jamming out, you're stoked right now about building your next kit, um, here's all you have to do. You need to, uh, on Twitter... You need to mention at Wooden Camera. You need to mention at FDB Podcast. And you need to include the hashtag FDB Giveaway. Mm-hmm. FDB Giveaway. And yeah, that- check out their, uh, definitely check out their website too, woodencamera.com. Is that right? Yep, that's right. Yeah, so get on there and definitely, I mean, start shopping. Shopping right now because you might be in the running for a $200 gift card. Yeah, and as long as you uh, enter with the hashtag and you mention both, uh, wooden camera and FDB mm-hmm. podcast. You'll be entered to win. We'll take your handle, your Twitter handle. We'll put it into a hat. Yeah, next probably episode. a hat. Yeah, yeah. And next episode, we'll pull the winner and we'll we'll give away two hundred dollars on episode three. Yep, right in the beginning. This is amazing. Yeah, you can get something sweet for two hundred bucks on there. I mean, I've yeah. I've already been doing my shopping. Yeah, no doubt for sure. <laughs> So, uh, Ryan, thanks so much, man, for uh, joining us on Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Um, You guys are super cool, and, you know, maybe we can have you on in the future. I'd love to. Yeah, thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. All right, man. You have a great, great day, and uh, cheers to you, my friend. Cheers. Thanks. You too. All right. So, wow, there it was. That was our first guest. 200 bucks, man. Dude, that's That's pretty rad. That's killer. Yeah, they were they were great. They yeah. make some solid gear oh, too. Oh, dude, they got this new uh, this, love it. this new like mount with like leather handles for what? For whatever you want. It's modular. Dude. <laughs> throw it's, it on your monitor. Throw amazing. it on your camera. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. their put their your, philosophy's great. Put your dinner on it. Put your I mean, dinner. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, it's it's ready to go. So that's that's killer. Well, you know, man, the thing I love about companies like that is they're really helping the filmmaker and the indie filmmaker to really get things cranking. You know. Yeah. And you know that brings us to what we what you've been working on, man. Man, we've you and I we've yeah. been working on this thing for a while. Crazy. And I'm ready ready for it finally to get going. So we teased last week to people that we're yep. we're working on a short film. Mm-hmm. And so we just wanted to tell that story. Yeah. How so, we started, where it's at, what we expect. Right. So, Kill Game. Kill Game. Kill Game. Kill Game is the film. Yep. And uh, so basically me and Alex were heading to a shoot up in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And we were like, man, let's make a film. Let's do a narrative piece together. Usually we've done commercials together, music videos, stuff like that. Yeah. We haven't done a, you know, a live action uh, piece together and so we said hey let's do a piece right yeah. but, the main, but the main thing was like well we don't have any money did not have any money so how how can we practically do this yeah show you me know? the money show, show me the money show me the money yeah and uh, so we started thinking about it and so we were th- we, we, we approached it like we were reverse engineered it yeah. right yeah and so we thought okay well we need one location that's the most cost effective yeah single location and we thought, okay, we need a, what's a simple act or action that can keep a viewer's attention in mm-hmm. one location for 10 to 15 minutes? Yeah. And out of all of our favorite films, I mean, a lot of them, a lot of the action comedy ones had a standoff. 
or a Mexican stand-up or, stand or stale, stalemate. stalemate. Stale, uh, which was I think Zuxvan <laughs> is the German name for, German. for stalemate. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, we found that a lot of films have a standoff. They've got that moment, but and, it's only a moment. But it's only a moment. Yeah. And at that point, we looked at each other and we said, "The whole film is it's the standoff." The <laughs> and yeah. that's when we got we got excited about it. So we started um, talking about it. We mm -hmm. started coming up with some characters. Yeah, who would be in a stalemate? Yeah, the, the old the old guy. Yeah. So you the hitmen, obviously, or yeah. what do you call them? Contract I've been doing killers. this 35 years. <laughs> I'm in a stalemate. This is my second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we started riffing, and uh, and it just really it became fun, and so fleshed itself um, out. Luckily, we connected with Brandon Howe, who's out of Louisville. Fantastic um, writer. Who's yeah. a screenwriter, and he actually won like Austin he was in Film the top Fest? five at the Austin, Austin Screen Film Festival Screen Film Writers something. Yeah. We'll, we'll get information on that. We'll put it up on the and, um, podcast. And we connected with him through a friend, uh, Ryan Woolfolk, uh, who works for Leap Frame. Mm -hmm. And he he was just awesome, man. He he took our idea and he really put it to, to put, work. Put some meat on the bones is what he did. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so it kind of took off from there. So we had a script. We had an idea. Uh, we did a local casting and we found some really awesome actors here in town in, in the Midwest yep. who just... You know, we fell in love with, and we knew they were going to be great for the piece. Um, so everything was really coming together, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I, I feel like it was. What about it, no, it was, it was going great. We had a couple read-throughs. We did a photo shoot. You know, Jeremy Kramer, a fantastic local photographer, shot some great, great promotional stills that just got everyone excited. Yeah. And the, we were only missing one thing. At the entire equation, we had everything but one thing. The money. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> The location. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we yeah. didn't have. I mean, we we were searching high and low. All these we different. Needed, all we buildings. needed was a diner. Yeah, it takes place in a diner. We needed a diner, and we needed the money. <laughs> and we needed the money. Yeah. But you know, I think in that process, um, you know, one of the things I learned early on in you know something like this is don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. You know, not only did we get Jeremy Kramer to take uh, awesome photos, but we also got um, Aaron. Aaron May over at Powerhouse yeah, to yeah. Uh, to take uh, to create a, a a poster. Yeah, he. I mean, he did a fantastic. I mean, he's known. He does gig posters for some huge bands. Dude, he's the guy. He's the guy. I mean, grungy, just really cool stuff. So he took. What do you do? He took some of the photos that Jeremy took. Yep. and he made an awesome Meshed him with some movie poster, yeah. and he made a T-shirt. Yeah, which are fantastic. It's an awesome T-shirt. And what did we do with those? We decided to. Include them as giveaways, not giveaways, but rewards on Kickstarter. Kickstarter, because we needed, yeah, the money. We <laughs> we need the money, and uh, and so so here we are. We have a full script. We have a full mm -hmm. cast. We have awesome posters. We have great you know graphic design stuff. We have a website. You can go to killgamemovie.com mm -hmm. and check out kind of where we're at at this point. So everything is in alignment. We're gearing up. Yep. We get to Kickstarter. We decide. We debated. Yeah, we, yeah, but we, we decided to go with Kickstarter, and we decided to to land on a ten thousand dollar fixed budget. Fixed budget for twenty one days. Twenty one yeah. days. We, Three weeks. Yeah, we thought for 21 some reason. Days, why not? Yeah, we thought. Yeah, it was better. just for the record. 
I was pushing for five thousand, and I was pushing for ten. Obviously, I wanted the nice gear and the you know. You're you had a vision. I still have a vision. <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking for an opportunity to to get this film made. I think it's a, a great piece and a great stepping stone. Yep. Um, I've never done live action as a director. I've done mm-hmm. a lot of commercial music video documentary, and so we go. We launch this thing, and what happened? We had a good start. Great start. First first few days were fantastic. Momentum. With tons of momentum. And we pushed it and we pushed it. We plugged it on Twitter, plugged it on Facebook, Instagram. People Everything. hate hated us. Oh, they hated us. Yeah, they hated us. All we talked about was kill game, kill game. Yep. And then Which, halfway through we start to realize something that it's becoming stagnant. Yeah, it's it, not it just trailed off. Funded yeah. At this point. I mean it just you know, and so it was one of those moments. It was a learning lesson for us where, mm-hmm. you know, in, in hindsight, I mean, we were fighting an uphill battle. We launched the Kickstarter right after Christmas. Yeah, everybody had already spent their money. Probably not a great idea. No. Then our, our film is titled Kill Game. It's not, it's not the most family-friendly title. It's not title. positive. <laughs> it's uh, unapologetic. Yeah. We, we're telling people it's a gangster film full of language. Yep. Um. And, you know, so it's not like some, you know, uh, ideological film or documentary about, you know, like if you made a, a, a PETA, like uh, Save the Animals film, like it would get funded immediately. Immediately. Because yeah. pe- ours was for a very specific audience. Yeah, because people yeah. look at those type of films and they feel like, oh, if I fund this film on Kickstarter, I'm going to change the world. Yeah, I'm all of a sudden a good person. But we're not yeah. trying to change the world. We're making a piece of entertainment. We were, we were trying to... <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know it was it was Guy Ritchie, Tarantino, those those kind of movies. That's yeah. what we want to make, you know. So, so it fell flat, and we yep. were disappointed. And um, what did I we mean, end up with? We like, got like fifty five hundred dollars yeah. that we were going for, but we went with a fixed budget. Yeah, so we couldn't take any of that money with us. So we didn't go with the variable budget. Mm-hmm. So we we retreated, we licked s- our wounds, we stepped back, yeah. <laughs> we sulked a little. Um, we were frustrated. I was. Um, you know, we met Michael. <laughs> we, we, yes, we did. Yeah. Thanks for rubbing it in there. We met Michael. Um, but we decided, you know, okay, let's give this some breathing room. Let's find ways if we can cut out the fat. Let's see if we can get a location that's going to work more for the budget. And some time went by. Yeah. And here we are. And it's uh, we're approaching summer. We are. Well, we, we just the other day had a, a nice big breakthrough. We did. I think. Huge breakthrough, yeah. and we believe we've got our location. It looks amazing. It's perfect. Yeah, and the owner was a great guy, yep. super cool, has been there 55 years. He was really excited about the idea. Yeah. And I'm almost 95% sure it's, it's going to work. It's happening. Have faith. So yep. um, I reached out to, the, to, to our team again, the actors, got everybody excited again. We're, They're still we're, there, ready to go. Yeah, and we're getting this thing prepped. Um, we are going to relaunch it. Yep. On Indiegogo. Because of the flexible budget. Well, not only that, but Indiegogo it's more se- catered seems films. to have yeah. more of a film audience. Yeah. So, and and there'll be new new people, and hopefully for them it's a whole new experience. For sure. Um, which I think a lot of people in the crowdfunding world, um, you know, th- th- this happens. Sometimes you don't meet your goal and you try again. But again, I think we launched, like you said, I think we launched at a weird time. I think, you know, right after Christmas, just not when you want to ask for money. No. You know. Well, and I think, you know, we could probably, you know, do a whole episode just on crowdfunding. 
Um, yeah. It's a weird beast. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and there's, you know, you see things on the internet. There's people who raise millions of dollars. and mm-hmm. But there's all these variables that when you really dig into this campaign, sometimes you have very large donors. Yeah, you could have a few people just yeah. that each donate five grand, right. you know. But we are, we're, you know, we're not looking for giant donors. We're looking at normal people like us that want to see something cool made that have 20, 25, 50 bucks to yeah. throw towards a cool project. We're not trying to get like Bill Gates to donate us 10 right. grand, you know? So, but I, I mean, if Bill Gates wants to, if donate, you want, yeah. So Bill fine. Gates, if you're listening, yeah, feel free to hit up killgamemovie.com. Yeah, I mean, there's no out. reason the Bill Gates foundation shouldn't fund yeah. just good, good old cinema. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I wouldn't say lighthearted, but (laughs) (laughs) it's entertaining. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so Indiegogo, I mean, just the fact that it's more kind of geared toward indie film, but then we also have that flexible financing option, you know, which which gives us a little breathing room. Yeah. So we don't fully make our goal. We still walk away with some of the cash and we can, you know, cater or not, I wouldn't say, but tailor our budget to what we were able to actually get to, to do it right, you know? Well, and here's the thing, you know, for all the listeners out there who are thinking about running your film, mm-hmm. you know, here's, again, a couple of the takeaways. One, don't be afraid to ask for help. You've got a lot of people around you who are willing to pitch in, who are willing to use their talents and, and gifts to, to really make your project shine. Yep. Two, you know, gather the resources that you already have. I mean, we're professionals. We do this for a living. We do have some great resources. We have a Red One. Um, yep. It's not the Red Weapon, but it's it's a it's great still image. It's a great camera. Yeah. We've got some LED lights. We've got, you know, some you know a Dana dolly. We've got some things. Yeah. But when you're going to make a film, there's a lot of people on set. You have to feed them. That's key. <laughs> you have props. Absolutely. You have key wardrobe. You yeah. have, and all of a sudden, what is a passion project becomes costly just to you know, show your appreciation to people and keep them fed. Yeah. So, um, you know, so it's not, it's not really that easy just to do just because you have a, a, de- a decent camera. Mm-hmm. Um, location is probably going to have to, you know, have some sort of a, a fee. For sure. Um, so there's a lot of those things. Insurance to make sure that, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so, you know, but again, to the listeners, you know, we want to encourage you guys, you know, cause again, we've been in your shoes. Uh, we failed our first time, but we're not giving up. Mm-hmm. Um, because we, we believe in our project, but don't be afraid to ask for one Two, gather your resources. That's totally huge. Yeah. And three, don't be afraid to fail. Would you agree with that? Alex? It's, it's simply a learning experience. You know, a failure just tells you, okay, what did I do wrong this time? What can I do better next time? It's not technically a failure. It's just a lesson, you know, so treat it as a lesson and, and factor that into your next venture. Yeah. And if, and here's the thing too, like, I'm a big believer in momentum. And if, you know, sometimes mm. the momentum's there, sometimes it's not. And for this project, I mean, the momentum was there. I mean, we were moving, we were ramping, we had great yep. content and it just fell flat and maybe it was bad timing I on our so. part. Yep. Um, and so we took a, we took a breath and we stepped back and we said, okay, let's let this rest for a minute. Mm-hmm. But with this location thing though, the, the momentum is it's back up. up. Yeah. yeah. And we got it. We, we've still got our actors. We've still got a killer script with which, uh, Brandon has been working with us just in case we need another location. We've got, you know, options. Yeah. And so rights and all sorts of stuff. So anyway, we're super excited and we'd love for you guys, listeners to, to follow along. Um, yeah. And check it out. Again, you can go to killgamemovie.com. Um, you can go to fdbpodcast.com. We'll, po- we'll post something on there. Um, 
and you know just get a little flavor um you know maybe you can learn from our uh, mistakes maybe you can learn from our campaign maybe you can learn from the website we built um you know we just want to wanted to share our story to you know identify with you guys because you know you guys are out there making stuff and i and i i think i'm super excited if you guys are are trying to make your own films and if you have campaigns on kickstarter or indiegogo please let us know yeah, hit us, hit, up, hit us on up on Twitter. Twitter for sure. We'll you know retweet if, retweet it, and we'll give you get you as much press as we can. But because we think it's just a great effort, go for it. You know. Yeah, we're we're huge supporters of filmmakers. Yes, absolutely. And filmmakers that drink bourbon even better, even better. Yeah. So um, so definitely let us know. Holler at us. Uh, shout at us on uh, Ask Me Anything on FDBpodcast.com. Yep. And, you know, we'd love to, to highlight your, your project and talk about that um, on social media, yeah. on the show. Let us know any lessons you've learned. I mean, what kind of obstacles or maybe you had just a great experience. Hit us up and let us know, you know. Yeah. I mean, we're, that's the kind of community we want to build. We would love one day for, uh, for, for the ability to mention a project on the podcast and watch it get funded successful. That would yeah. be awesome. Killer. So if we can use, you know, what little influence we have, you know, the listenership that, that, that hopefully we're building. Um, that's what we want to do. We want to help filmmakers do what they do and, and do what they love. So the world um, always needs more film. Yeah, yeah, man, for sure. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, what, you got anything else to add? I, well, I mean, going back to the whole, thing yes we have access to a red one and yes we've got access to stuff but you don't need access to that i mean look at some of these successful films that have premiered and you know won festivals and stuff they're shot on the iphone and the you know subpar i wouldn't say subpar but smaller camera systems you know it all starts with a good script and talent yeah so if you've got a good script there's no reason that you shouldn't just make it yeah and i you know one of the things you know what you just said reminds me of there was a, a talk with, um, I think, Mark Duplass mm. um, recently where he, that was his sentiment, was just go make it. Go is make that, your film. Is that the, the League? Yeah, guy? he's on The League, yeah. and he's on, uh, he was actually in a great film, it's really funny, called Hump Day. Hump Day. I would highly recommend see Hump Day, rent Hump Day, download Hump Day. It's hilarious. It's essentially two guys. It's not about camels, right? No, it's like two dudes who are like showing off like how manly they are by how willing and comfortable they are with the idea of sleeping with each other. <laughs> but what? they're yeah, but they're not they're not gay. Um and but they're kind of like they're sh- they're like, "Hey man, I'm totally cool with this." So they have to one up each other. Yes. And it gets the whole film is just awkward. Really? And it's really funny. So wait, what did he what did he say in the article you read? Well, he just it was a talk he gave. Oh, okay. And it was essentially go make your film. You've got $20 in an iPhone? Start yeah. there. Yeah, um, you have twenty thousand dollars and uh, you know C three hundred. Start there um, and just yeah. make it. And so I think that's you know we're we're at a place in technology and and it, we're in a space where you know you can shoot your film, distribute your film um, cheaper than ever with yeah. with tools that are you know industry standard. Well, a tool that's in your pocket, which is crazy. Yeah, but I mean you know the Adobe Suite. You know yeah. if you're a student even. You can get the the full Adobe Suite for nineteen ninety nine student edition monthly. Yeah, I mean, and that's the great thing about. I love that. Is say you've got a project this month, you rent it for the month. You edit your project, you you know master your project, 
you don't have a project ne- next month, you let the you, subscription run out. Well, not only that, but there's it's cool. a million different camera rental places online yeah. where you can rent an awesome camera. But you don't have to own it. Yeah. So it's just an exciting time. It might not be good for us because, you know, we might be losing our jobs. So eh. <laughs> <laughs> let's not say that yet. But uh, yeah. it's, it's great. It's accessible. And anyway, yeah. we just want to encourage you guys out there. Make your films. Tell us about your films. Yep. And um, pick up any camera and then get any sort of gear from Wooden Camera because it's all modular. Yeah, definitely. You know? That's and the cool so, thing. Yo, and I'm glad you brought that back up. You yeah. know, as we close out the show, um, again, you guys are so cool that Wooden Camera wants to give you a $200 gift card. 200 big ones. So, once again, all you have to do is go to Twitter yep. and send a tweet. Yeah. Mention FDB podcast at FDB podcast. Yep. Mention at wooden camera. True. And use the hashtag, hashtag FDB giveaway. FDB giveaway. Anybody that does that, if you mention those three things, we'll put your name in a hat. Yeah. And the next podcast, absolutely, we'll sit here and we'll draw one of those names out, and that person will get two hundred bucks, two hundred dollars to use either online or in store at yeah. wooden camera. Go to LA. Yeah, you got a DSLR, you got an Alexa, you got an Epic, you got C300, whatever. Need a shoulder mount? Yeah, you can get a piece of gear from Wooden Camera that need, will support that gear. Need a mat box? Need a mat? Yeah, they're universal. New, their new mat box sounds sweet. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I might yeah. be looking into that. I think Absolutely. That's really cool. Cool. Well, yeah. hey, man, this has been a lot of fun. I'm super Absolutely. excited. Uh, episode three. What a great uh, man. This is fun. <laughs> We're doing this. Yeah. Just so fun. yeah, man. So. Um, Thanks so much, everybody. Shout out to us on iTunes. Uh, we appreciate the reviews, the yep. tweets, the all that stuff. Come on. And ask me anything for sure. Hit for us up. Sure. Ask us oh, questions. Oh, wait, whoa. What's up? We do have a question. We can't stop yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Pull it up. No, no, no. We this don't is, want to stop is... yet. This is what it's about. It's about the filmmaking community. Yeah. We this have... is free form, dude. We're not, we're not yeah, locking man. into any... We're not locking into no format. Yeah. Yeah, the man is not holding us down. We have uh, an ask me anything question. Yeah. Um... We need, I think we need an Ask Me Anything sound effect. Do we? Something Ask like anything. that. I don't know. But let's let the listeners pick it. Let's say if you're out there listening and you are, if you're working Ooh, sound good design. Good idea. Uh, and you have an awesome sound effect or yep. something that uh, we need for the Ask Me Anything segment, send it to us. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll, Shout promo- out. we'll promote you. Yeah. yeah. Send it to us. Uh, you know, connect with us on Ask Me Anything. We'll... We'll get the emails going back and forth, the drop boxes, all that stuff. Yeah. We'll make yeah. it happen. And ask me anything transition sound effect. That's what we need. Amazing. All right. So. What does it say? Ask me anything. This is from uh, Subop. How do you say that? Sub, S-U-B-A-I-P. Yep. S- However you say that. Subopi? Subop? Yeah. Anyway. Whoever Subop is. Uh, Subaip. Says, um, hey. So I'm, I'm being this guy right now. Go for it. I think it's a guy. It might be a girl. Might be. But anyway, give it your best shot. Okay. Hey, so I was interested in your guys' discussion on Chef's Table on Netflix. That's cool. So somebody's listening out there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're really hitting a point where filmmakers and production effort is really pushing people to view content they wouldn't have normally viewed. True. With Chef's Table, it is essentially a documentary series on people and food. But it grabs a wide audience. So my question slash curiosity is how do you use those filmmaking skills to enhance niche 
or polarizing topics like the ones documentaries tend to focus on? Hmm. Fair question. Very fair. And I assume by those uh, niche or polarizing, he's talking like food documentaries, gun documentaries, polarizing documentaries, global warming. Barunga. Yeah. You know, war. Oh, man. I mean, so good. Stuff like that. So good. Uh, yeah, man, what, do you, what are your my, thoughts, Alex? My initial thought, I mean, going back to your question that, you know, all we're in this age where we have so many options and so many, so much access to great camera gear, great editing gear, you know, distribution platforms. It's so much easier for somebody to grab hold of a topic, even if it's polarizing or controversial, shoot it really, really well. Yeah. Edit it really, really well, have great sound design and then find a place to distribute it. I mean, it's just, it's way easier than it's ever been. So those things are getting more play. You don't have to find someone that believes in your thing really to purchase it and then put it in a theater. You know, you can go to a VOD, a video on demand platform and get your thing seen. Yeah. Well, but not only that, but I think to to this discussion, the you know, I look at Chef's table and, you know, you can shoot that show with the cinematic quality, the mm-hmm. camera movement and the beauty you can shoot that nowadays. You couldn't shoot that back in the day. You'd have to, You'd have, have, to have access to a lot of money. A lot of money and a lot of gear that was very specialized and very, very heavy. expensive. Yeah, heavy and expensive. And nowadays, I mean, you know, you can go in there with um, you know, with a SERP uh, you know, slider, yeah. which, you know, I use. You use it, yeah. And or any numero, you know, a Kessler or whatever it is, you Dana know, Dolly, and I mean, really capture some beautiful camera movement. You can do yeah. that with these Small cameras that are, you know, even something like the Epics five pounds yeah, body. Yeah, or look at the know? Black Magic, the you know, not the, not the pocket, but the other the, the regular. Yeah. That's like five or six, seven pounds. Yeah, I mean, tiny. It's amazing. Versus like a fifty pound, you know, thirty five millimeter film camera right. to get the same quality. Yeah, and so in the past, I think with TV shows, it was you know, a lot of times you know, run and gun, or you know, they had certain limitations that they could do, and. You know, now people that are really passionate about a topic, whether it's food or guns or, you know, whatever might be polarizing, they can make something that really is breathtaking. Yeah. So versus just capturing the subject with a handy cam, they're making it cinematic. Yeah. And I hope, you know, I think we can all hope that what if this trend catches on, this chef's table type of trend catches on, what if one day it replaces reality TV? Yeah. Tell me, tell me about a t- another topic I don't know yeah. with a beautiful visuals and music. Yeah, you know, and you know what I mean to the to the to my point. You know, hell, I might watch Honey Boo Boo if it was shot like that. <laughs> if it was shot really well, right? Like, yeah. you know, I mean, that's like well, could you, you like human you, interest to piece. that point. Yeah, could you imagine like Dirty Jobs <laughs> or something like that, cinematic and you know, just yeah. beautiful jib shots down in the muck. <laughs> yeah, why not six K. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, if you're out there, producers of these shows, and you're listening, you're drinking a bourbon, and you're wondering what the hell are these guys talking about? For crying out loud, yeah. follow suit on on Chef's shows table. like Chef's Table and keep doing that. Yeah, do that. We'll watch it. Do that. We'll talk day. about it. Yeah, we'll promote that for sure. <laughs> so well, cool, man. Yeah. Well, hey, I think uh, I think we've gotten to the bottom of this right. bourbon here. Glass is running low. <laughs> We're yeah. 
We're going to start getting a little loopy here in a, yeah, in a minute. I think so, it's time, uh, to, time to call it quits. Time to wrap it up. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And yep. we can't wait to talk and uh, hang out next week. And thanks again to Wooden Camera for, for stopping by oh, and giving, dude, doing that giveaway. Best. That was killer. You guys are the best. Yep. Um, and you know what? And we're going to have you guys back on the show. Uh, hell, we might we might record it in your uh, your store in L.A. Stop out in Burbank and uh, bring see some the bourbon. New, see the new space. Yeah. Bourbon-ank. Bourbon-ank. Sweet. Well, thanks, guys. Cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers.